I got an interesting thought exercise I want you to do. I want you to think about when you do outbound, what is the total percentage of prospects who will literally never respond to anything that you send them, will not accept your connection request, will not answer the phone when you call them, et cetera. And if you're like most reps, the average right now is a 1% reply rate to emails. So that means 99% of people never reply to an email. At best, maybe 20% of the people you send a connection request to accept it. And cold calling is really a game of do people want to pick up the phone or not. 95% plus of people do not pick up the phone. That's how low connect rates are right now. And the reason why I bring this up is today what we're going to talk about is territory planning. And specifically, knowing that the overwhelming majority of people will never respond to anything that you send them, we have to be very selective about where we invest our effort when doing outbound. And that's what today's episode is all about. Before we dig into that, my name is Jason Bay. Thanks for checking out Outbound Squad. Uh, if you like this podcast, if you've heard it before, if you like this episode, if you could do me a huge favor, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a quick review if this episode resonates, really helps get more people like you on the show. BDRs, account executives, sales leaders, everyone that cares about one, doing outbound and getting more appointments and quality opportunities, and then making sure that we drive those to close. So the multi-threading component, the discovery, demos, negotiations, et cetera. So if you're listening to this around the time when the episode came out, it's territory planning season. You may have gotten a new set of accounts or you're about to get a new set of accounts. And what I brought up earlier is really important to think about because the key objective that we have is not treating our accounts equally. We want to really cherry pick accounts that have a higher opportunity or likelihood of closing and wanting to engage with us. So the first strategy that we want to employ is what we call the martini glass uh, shaped pipeline. So I got this one from a good friend, Dan Strauss, who uh, a lot of our content and course content that we've developed has been with him. He's a top seller at uh, all the companies that he sold at, including Zoom Info, Chorus, all of that kind of stuff. So I'll give you a shout out there, Dan. Um, the martini glass shaped pipeline, the way it kind of works is this. And if you're listening to this, envision a sales pipeline, a classic pipeline, you don't want your pipeline to look like a pipeline. You want it to look like a martini glass, really fat on the top and then really skinny as the pipeline progresses. And it's really all about going deep and narrow on fewer accounts. And what I want to talk to you about today is how to decide which accounts to invest that effort in. Okay. So the first exercise that I recommend that you do to make this very tactical is you're going to analyze recent wins. So if you're an SDR, Maybe look at the last five to 10 meetings that you booked. If you're an account executive, this could be the last five to 10 deals that you closed. If you're new at your company, maybe you look at what the organization has done or what some of the top reps are doing. You're specifically going to look at a couple of things, okay? So one, you're gonna write down, so if you imagine a, a graph or a chart and the way that you can get access to this uh, is by attending an upcoming webinar that we have on this very topic, just go to Outbound Squad. Uh, dot com. There'd be some more information there. So you're going to keep track of the name of the company, the industry, the persona that you landed the meeting with, the solution that they were interested in talking to you about, the number of employees, uh, social proof. So companies that you already work with, your company that's similar to theirs, and then highlights. So relevant triggers, what made the meeting uh, relevant, timely, all of that kind of stuff. So again, that's industry, persona, solution, number of employees, social proof, and then highlights. 
Now, when you do this exercise, what this reveals to you, and typically when I do this with clients, the aha moment, <laughs> you know, I was actually working with a client and, you know, one of the things that we found is that, you know, chief development officers and VPs of development, because they sell a solution that you know, helps them acquire more you know, properties, essentially, they found that that was a really big um, eye opener for them was, hey, this is one of our like key personas where we land the majority of our meetings, the majority of our sales conversations are with this persona. Yeah, we have two or three others, but let's really double down on this one. And this is what this exercise will hopefully reveal for you is that, hey, you spend a lot of time selling and going outbound, but you know, these two industries are where I land most of my meetings. These specific personas or this one persona I land the most meetings with. Um, prospects are most interested in this solution. We noticed that this trigger they're hiring or this other event that's happening tends to make a conversation with us relevant. So that's the first exercise I want to do with, I want you to do, excuse me, is reverse engineer success. Just look at your last five to 10 meetings that you've booked or deals that you've won and look for patterns. Now, part two of this, what we're going to do now is we're going to use LinkedIn sales navigator to start filtering against some of this criteria. So first thing that you want to do is create an account list. If your company is using Salesforce and the advanced version of SalesNav, there is likely an integration in here where you can literally pull your account list into uh, LinkedIn Sales Navigator through an account list that's synced up through Salesforce. If not, you'll need to manually either upload your accounts through CSV or manually tag them. Either way, SalesNav, get your account list. Like the accounts that are signed, you get that into an account list. Okay. And again, if you check out that webinar, go to outboundsquad.com. Um, check out that webinar. That's that's where we're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff. Um, I also suggest if you don't see it on the website, checking me out on, on LinkedIn as well. It's just Jason Bay Outbound Squad. I make a lot of announcements around how to sign up for webinars. And if you miss it, maybe you can get access to the replay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to run some account searches. So the first thing we want to do is take that set of accounts and we want to prioritize those accounts based on people that will have the highest likelihood of engaging. So if you go to the account filter section in LinkedIn Sales Navigator, in the workflow section, select your account list and you're gonna run some of these individual searches. The number one search that I recommend is looking for growing accounts. And this is essentially going to show accounts that are either growing by headcount or departments are specifically growing. And in the company attributes section, you're going to filter for company headcount growth or department headcount growth. I usually like to use 10% as a starting point. A spotlight that you can also put in there is folks that are hiring on LinkedIn. So this is a really easy way to take a list of 100 or 200 accounts and focus on the 20, 30 that are actually growing, which usually means that things are going well in the business. There's money to spend. Okay, there's some optional searches that I really like to do as well. Um, and again, you may not need to do these if you have a good ops team that's already kind of hooked up Salesforce and SalesNav together for you, but you can really narrow the focus so you can show all of the accounts matching your new parameters from the exercise that you just did. So let's say that, you know, manufacturing and healthcare are the two most popular industries where you land the most meetings. We're just going to filter out all of the accounts that don't meet that criteria. Right, you can filter by company headcount. So if you notice, there's a specific headcount band that where you land the most meetings, where there's a specific size of company or department. Uh, timely events is another one. So in the spotlight section, you can look for senior leadership changes in the last three months or funding events are another really good one. The second layer is contact searches. 
So now that we've looked at the account, we're going to open up lead filters. So in lead filters, what we can do in the workflow section again, uh, I'm going to give you a bunch here and you may need to you know pause this, rewind it, whatever it might be. Uh, but you, again, you can narrow the focus. So you can take the search criteria that you just did in the previous exercise where you identified that there's a top persona or two and just make all of your searches related to that top persona and seniority level. And then even go a step further and segment by industry. So that's one really simple way that you can use SalesNav. Most of you are probably using it for that if you're using SalesNav. The other thing is you can look for high intent. So you can look for prospects that are following your company, prospects who have viewed your profile recently, and there are additional filters that you might have access to if you have the advanced version that show all kinds of intent uh, type of triggers that you can look for. You can look for people that are active on LinkedIn. So people that are posting on LinkedIn, people that are mentioned in the news, those are easy triggers for you to mention. You can look for intro opportunities. So if you guys have team links set up, it kind of does this for you, but you can, in the connection box under best path in, you can look for people who are first or second degree connections. One that I like to really use is first degree connections and you put the names of executives in your company. You can put prospects you've landed meetings with, your existing customers, and this allows you to look for direct introduction opportunities that you can ask for. You can look for past colleagues, so people you used to work for at a previous company, perhaps. Past employees of a current client is also a great one. So in the company section, in the past company, you can put in a big list of all of the current customers of your company. And again, your company could create a list for you to do this, um, but if you need to do it manually, that's the way to do it. Uh, you can also look for in challenger speak, they call it the mobilizers. So people that are most likely to take action. I call this one the ship jumpers. This is from Nate Nasrallah. Definitely recommend you check out Nate's stuff. He runs a company called fluent.io. Go check it out. So one of the things you can do is open up a top account. So I just had an account where I looked at a VP of sales. So I found the VP of sales and in sales navigator, I looked at his previous three or four companies. And then in the past company box in my searches, I looked for people that used to also work at those three or four companies. So in other words, this VP, these were people that he recruited away from previous companies. Those are typically mobilizers and change makers if people like that are brought over, especially if the person's new. Those can be really great people to talk to. So again, that's look for someone senior like a VP of something or a chief level of something look at their previous three to five companies, and then look for people that have the same past company as them. And then obviously newly hired or promoted is one of the most underrated ones. New buyers spend 70% of their budget within their first 100 days, according to user gems. So you can filter for people that are in their company for less than a year, less than a year in their current position, people that have changed jobs in the last 90 days. So there's a shit ton of searches <laughs> that I just gave you. So I, I highly recommend that you listen back to this or at least go watch the webinar. Again, go to outboundsquad.com or follow me on LinkedIn. You can find access to it there. The whole point of this was, you know, the the worst way to work my account list if you want to hit quota this quarter is not, it, the worst way is going top to bottom. You want to cherry pick. You want your pipeline to look more like a martini glass. So one, reverse engineer success and let the data show you what is actually working and who you're landing meetings with and who you're closing deals with, and then use LinkedIn and LinkedIn sales nav to prioritize those accounts and contacts. That's all I got for you today. Thanks for checking us out. And if you would, one of the best ways you can help the show is by leaving us a, a rating on Spotify or Apple podcast or wherever you listen to the show. I'd really appreciate it.
and we'll see you next episode, which is going to be a uh, recording of that live training. So if you missed the live training that's coming up, the next episode is a live recording where I walk through in detail everything that I just talked to you about today. 